Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media of over a million and a half people nowadays to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, like myself, four years strong, four of the strongest years, y'all, and also, you know, validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Um, Today's episode is going to be about hope, 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 how dangerous hope can be. You know, misplaced hope, to me, I've said this before, misplaced hope is a very, very dangerous thing. It will keep you in a toxic relationship longer than what you need to be. In this this episode today, I had a good chat this morning with uh, my man Austin about hope and things like that. So I appreciate that. Um, And appreciate the the inspiration for this video. Um, So a lot of times people stay in these toxic relationships because they hope that they will get better. They hope that that narcissistic person, that toxic person who they fell in love with, who they swept off, who swept them off of their feet, who, you know, you, you built a future where you built, you built a life together. You hope that this person will, will somehow, some way, shape or form, get help and revert back to that person that you fell in love with. And, and that hope right there keeps you there. That hope will keep you there way longer than what you needed to be. Then you need to be in a relationship. It just will. You know what I mean? People see my videos nowadays because, you know, I've been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. And I've been in therapy since October of 2017. People see my videos and they, it's some, it gives, I want to give hope to the right people, but I want to give hope to narcissistic people that they themselves can, you know, they don't have to, they don't have to be terrible people. You mean, I want to give hope to survivors and victims there's life after narcissistic relationship, life after toxicity. I don't want to give you hope to stay in a relationship to hold on longer than what you need to hold on. Don't don't use me as a beacon of hope for your relationship. Don't do that because I've been like this is 15 years of personal development coupled with four four years of psychotherapy, intense psychotherapy, y'all. This is this is just not no normal. This is not a normal situation that you run into. Which are every day. If you can't get a narcissist to go to therapy one time, what about for four and a half years for the rest of their lives? You know what I mean? Don't hold on to don't use me as hope to stay there. You know, y'all see me married with my kids and stuff like that. It is not an easy marriage. I think people are like, Can a narcissist ever have a normal relationship? Can you ever have a normal cause it, can it ever be normal? Do you have healthy love? Is it healthy, healthy, blah blah? You know, you ask the questions about normalcy and healthiness. There's a there's not a normal relationship with a narcissist, y'all. It's not normal. It just isn't. Is it healthy? Whatever. What's your definition of healthy? Because some people's definition of healthy is going to be different. Some people do keto. Some people do you know this is physical health. Some people do keto. Some people do uh, the carnivore diet. Some people are vegetarians. Some people are v- vegans. Some people are you know they only eat fish. You see how that works right there. Everybody's definition of healthy is going to be different. You know, it just is. Some people won't do CrossFit because they feel like CrossFit is not healthy. You know, 
So you see, everybody's definition of healthy is going to be different. <clears throat> but so if you're looking for the, the normal average definition of healthy, healthy, big house, white picket fence, family sitting in the yard and stuff like that, it, that doesn't happen. You can get the big house and the white picket fence, but the family sitting in the yard, it will, it will be a facade. Somebody's unhappy. The kids will be mistreated. The wife or the husband will be mistreated or being mistreated. It's, it's just that it doesn't go that way that you think it's going to go. And you know what you're dealing with, too. You know, and like I said, don't don't let hope keep you down. Don't let hope keep you down. There's a song by the rapper, the rapper, rapper. Uh, what am I, I cannot wait till this brain fog leaves me, y'all. I'll be saying some, I don't say a long, I don't say a rapper, like whatever. There's a, a song by a famous rapper named Yellow Pain. You mean yellow, like the color yellow, pain, like in pain, yellow pain, um, called Once You Cheat. And he says the strongest trait of manipulation is giving hope because the hope, the hope has to come from somewhere. Y'all it's just not out. Hope doesn't come out of thin air. There's something that's giving you hope. And it's typically that that person in your life. Hey, I know and they'll, they'll sometimes they'll give you a, they'll, they'll give you a fake, a fake ass moment of clarity. But it'll just seem like they go back to the, go back to the old person and just say, Hey, look, I know I've been, I mean, I know I've been doing you wrong. I gotta be better. I gotta do better. I'm going to treat you better. I'm going to treat you the way you deserve to be treated. That right there is po- it could be poisonous to you. That right there is giving you misplaced hope. They can lead for you to lead you to stay in a toxic relationship longer, which will lead you to be in pain and suffering for a very, very for an extended period of time. Hope, giving like false hope is manipulation. Give saying stuff like that is mani- it, it. It just is a form of manipulation because people say that, and then it's just letting you know that they know. They are treating you terribly. They know that they are putting you through the ringer and they know that they wouldn't stay through what you're staying through. They would not. They would not hold you down if you went to jail. They would not be there for you and stay with you if you cheated on them. They will not do that. They just won't do that. They won't do it. I'm telling you, they won't do it. <clears throat> they just won't. You know what I mean? They really, really won't. So I feel like you have to stay strong and stand in your truth and stand in your ability because if you don't, you know where life takes you. Hope is misplaced. Hope is dangerous as hell, y'all. It really, really is. You know, I, I just feel like once you like if if there's nothing back, if there's nothing discernible, if there's nothing, if there's no measurable change. Hope is, is false hope. You know, it's false hope. It's like it's like an illusion. It's like when you're out there in the let's say you're out there in the desert dying of thirst and you start hallucinating see illusions you start seeing uh what do you call it it's, it's, it's an optical illusion you start seeing hallucinations you're like oh it's a it's a water fountain in the middle of the desert you start running towards it but you get closer to it you realize it's a damn uh, a pit viper or a sand snake or something like that you know um, you know something that's going to kill you not that something that's going to heal you hallucinations happen all the time. People hallucinate in relationships all the time because, you know, you get you get in this gaslighting situations where you start to blame yourself and you give yourself hope. You're like, maybe if I, maybe if I change, maybe if I add, maybe if I do more stuff, maybe if I get in shape, maybe if I, maybe if I lose weight, maybe if I listen more, maybe if I don't talk as much, maybe if I change this about myself, maybe if I do this. You give yourself hope that maybe if you make these subtle changes that you will, you know, that, um, you make these subtle changes that you somehow the relationship will go back to normal. You get that love and appreciation that you were getting originally in the beginning. That misplaced hope is dangerous. That's why I tell people you got to stay. You have to stand in your truth and your own ability, because if you don't, you know, it's on the other side of it. Sadness, despair, not a life that you want to live. I promise you 
It's not a life that you want to live, not a life that you want to partake in for not a for a long period of time, because like you'll get around with friends and family who you or, or, you know, or, or different couples and things like that. You know, it doesn't have to be couples. It can be your mom or your dad. You see other people's mom and dad. It could be your mom or dad who's a narcissist, a person, narcissistic person. You just, or your brother, or your sister, or your best friend. You see other people, and they have they have good relationships with their mom and dad, and you are here suffering because your mom is a narcissist, or your dad is a narcissist, or something like that, and they're treating you terribly. You have hope that they'll change. Maybe, maybe they'll they'll love me enough. You know, they, they, they'll change. They'll, you know, maybe they'll. I hope they love me enough. One, I hope they love me enough one day to, to you know treat me like a normal pure, normal person, a normal person. You know what I mean? So I feel like people in your situation right now, I feel like you have to stand in your truth and stand in your power. Because if you don't, you know what's on the other end of it. I promise you. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people get lost, you know, consciously says lost in the sauce. You get lost in the sauce of things like that. And it hurts it hurt you, y'all. Because, like I said, you can get a lot of resentment for people in your life. Because a lot of people, when they get out, get out of these toxic relationships, a lot of people want revenge. And that makes them feel, you feel like a narcissist because you want revenge. Revenge is a normal, like, y'all, I mean, that's a dog. I'm, talking, I'm talking to one of my homeboys. That's a dog. Um, revenge is, a, is, is normal. It's normal to want revenge on people, y'all. It's not, it doesn't make you a narcissist. It makes you, it just shows you that you're in pain, that you need healing. It shows you that you need healing. I want revenge on people that done me wrong in fourth grade, y'all. I still do. Don't be like me. <laughs> you don't be like me. I hold vengeance in my heart, and that's not a good thing, y'all. It's not. It's debilitating. It will. It will. It will destroy you. So don't let hope keep you in these toxic relationships, y'all, because they'll give you hope, y'all. And like I said a lot of times the hope. My man uh, Austin pointed this out to me this morning. He said a lot of people get hope because they don't know what they're going through. They don't realize what they're going through. And it made a lot of sense to me. You said I do these one on ones, y'all. I learn. It's like I tell y'all. As much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from you because he made a lot of sense when he said that because a lot of, he said a lot of the hope comes from that I talked to a man. He he dealt with a narcissistic ex-wife. So I told y'all women can be narcissists too. He's not just a man thing. Um he did a narcissistic ex-wife. He said a lot of the hope comes from the fact that a lot of people don't know what they're going through. A lot of people don't know that they're that they're dealing with narcissists. You think you're just dealing with somebody that's going through something right right then and there in the moment. Somebody that you can help. Somebody that if you be there for them long enough. That they'll change. You hope that they'll change because if I stay through this stuff right here, maybe they'll change because you don't know what you're going through. You don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know that the personality disorders exist or the, you know, you don't know the full description of narcissistic personality disorder or borderline personality disorder or, you know, antisocial or, you know, sociopathy, psychopathy. You don't know those things. You don't know those things exist. You don't know. And the, the, then when you take that pill, like I said, it's wake up in, when you wake up in the matrix, the narcissistic matrix, you don't go back to sleep. You know, you take that pill, you wake up and you see that person, who they really are. You can't go back to seeing them as that person you fell in love with in the beginning. It's tough. And, you, and, that, and that itself begins an internal battle between you and you. You start battling yourself because you know this is not the same person you fell in love with. You know this is not the same person that you met and you care about and you love. You know that. You know it. You understand it. It's there. It's right there in your face. So you, it's up to you to be able to take your power back and stand in your truth. Because if you don't, I'm telling you, if you don't, you know what's on the other side of this stuff. You just do. On the other side of this is pain, suffering, and sadness. You know what I mean? Because you have to take your power back. You have to be able to stand in your truth and stand in your power. And, you know, 
give I said that I want to give hope to the right people. If you're listening to this, don't take hope. Don't use this as a, be- a beacon of hope that your narcissistic partner is going to change. Use this as a, as a beacon of hope that you learn more about narcissism and make the, make correct decisions with your life so you can live a stronger, healthier life. And if you're a narcissist listening to this, go get help. Go sit your ass in the therapist chair. Work out, take out your issues in the therapist chair, not in your significant other, not in your kids, not in your friends, not in your coworkers, not in your employees. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe for more. If you're watching this on YouTube, turn on your notifications. I'm going live every single day this month. Um, I'll be going live on Instagram today. So you haven't followed me on Instagram. It's mental illness with three S's. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Mental illness is out. Peace. And y'all, my podcast is, you know, y'all know I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so, so much. Getting over COVID last day. Uh, I'll be, I'll be at the house today. So thank y'all so much. I really appreciate y'all. Hit that five stars for me. Um, on, on <clears throat> Apple Music and Spotify and whatnot. You know, I really, I really appreciate it. I check, I go on there and check all the time, y'all. So, yeah. Oh, three more reviews. Three more uh, good ratings. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I really, really do. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all for tuning in. Like and subscribe for more. Mental illness is out. Peace.